Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Top of the morning to everyone. Happy hump day. Is it Wednesday now? <laughs> I never really know. I always say it with such hesitation. <laughs> yes, it's Wednesday. Happy okay. hump day. All right. Good morning, I Robbie. should really open up my calendar before I speak speak the day. <laughs> um, good morning, everyone that's tuning in live. We're live on Podbean, streaming live, 6 a.m., Every morning, Monday to Friday. Uh, Interactive app. It's really cool. You can call in. You can chat with each other. You can chat with us. Get your questions asked. So yeah, can... absolutely. That's why we stream live every morning at 6 a.m. We don't like it. Yes, we do. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> we love it. We don't like it. We love it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I really do, though. You know, I, I didn't I, know I'd like it this much. I just don't like the first three minutes and it's really hard to fake. <laughs> the first three minutes is always the hardest because I'm like, ah, sh uh, what do I talk about today? <laughs> once we start flowing, once, once, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's easy. The yeah. first three minutes is always the hardest. It's the first sip of the coffee and I'm trying to be my best. I don't need to pass that shit on to you guys. Um, you guys don't deserve that, but. I get through it. Yeah. It's strange because um, I think that we had a, a pretty good sleep last night. I think both of us passed out pretty early. Yeah. and uh, But it was exceptionally difficult to get out of bed today for me, for whatever reason. <laughs> we slept that good. Yeah. Maybe that was it. It was like, it was such a good sleep that it was like, no, it is not time to get up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I swear it's, I'm so, so grateful for the show, for getting me up every morning, because if it wasn't for you guys, we would not be getting up. I, I, it's, well, yeah, that's the thing. This morning would have definitely been a morning that I would have been like, nope, not getting up until I absolutely have to. I get it. I know how yeah, hard it's it hard. is. Yeah. So I'm, kudos to all of you who are, you know, if you don't have to be up right now for being up to be with us. Yes. Yeah. And for those of you that, uh, you know, that I... That, have the same conversation with so many people. Hey, I love the show. Just not quite there at 6 a.m. yet. I normally get up at 7.30. I've been starting to get up at 6.55, 6.45 next week. I'm just going to keep pushing it back a little bit more. I get it. I totally, I can relate. I know how hard it can be if you don't have a reason to get up early. Um, I just hope that we can provide enough value every morning to give you that reason to get up every morning. Mm -hmm. um, that's why we're pushing the 6 a.m. club. You you know the values. Yeah. You know the values of the value of getting up every morning at 6 a.m. You know you're going to be more productive. You know you're starting your day off right. You're not putting poison into your head and just scrolling Facebook or, you know, rolling out of bed and just going to work and, and dealing with negativity. We're trying to put as much positivity out there and inspiration as possible. Um. Steve Mac had to go there. Let your partner carry the show for the first three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone hasn't heard yesterday's show, I took some vitamins 
first I fed Wayne and I vitamins first thing in the morning yesterday before anything else was in our stomach. And right as Wayne hit the live button, I had to uh, flee the scene and throw up. <laughs> yeah. So Wayne did carry the show for the first three minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, what's really funny about that is that, um, you know, like when it's just like so typical, if like a, if a woman throws up in the morning, it's like, oh, are you pregnant? And so like you get those like flashbacks of that. And last night I dreamt that I was pregnant really? because of, yeah, because of the throwing up, because automatically it's like, oh my God, it's like, yeah, PTSD or something. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I just had too many vitamins in my stomach first thing in the morning. That's all, guys. <laughs> uh, Thomas uh, says, I kept looking for the show at 6 a.m., but I'm Eastern time. Well, oh. Thomas, thank you so much for, for joining the show for the first time live. And I'm sorry. No, he's joined us, Lex. Has he? Yeah. I kept looking for the show at 6, but I'm, as he? I, I'm sorry. I, I haven't, I don't normally keep an eye on the screen as yeah. much in, in the comments while yeah. I'm talking. Good point, though. We don't specify mountain time. Yes, it is mountain time we started. So, uh, you know, for... We did talk about this like yesterday, though, didn't we? About like how it's much easier if you're in uh, Ontario oh, yeah, and Manitoba. You know, it's 8 a.m. And if you're in, uh, you know, the Far East Coast, I mean, heck, as far as Newfoundland, it's like 10.30 or 9.30 or, or something. Yeah. Or other. So, uh, yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, I have to say, I made myself a mighty fine latte this morning. It's really distracting, actually, how good it is. Oh, mine's, I made you a different, I made myself a, an actual latte. Mine's made terrific. Good coffee, good. Um, <laughs> got that new Nespresso machine that Gabby got me for Christmas. And uh, Nespresso, if you're listening, we will take <laughs> your money. With the milk frother? Oh, delish. Did you froth the milk? Mine, yeah. I made myself a latte, I said. <laughs> I don't even know what a latte is. <gasps> yeah. Mighty dandy. <sighs> so yeah, we talked about the six AM club. Um, yeah, if, if anything we can do, hey, and you know what? Throw throw your um, suggestions out there. What what else can we do in order to get your ass out of bed earlier? What can we do to help you? <laughs> help us help you. Uh, we want to see more people live. Um, we haven't had as many guests recently, um, but we do plan on having more guests at six AM. Yeah. And that, that's another great opportunity to to be engaged and to engage with our guests. Um, so that's something to look forward to as well. As well, you know, whatever, you know. Oh, the, how about the top fan co competition? Mm -hmm. That's huge. Um, so every morning on the Podbean app, you can interact with the show. So you can like, you can share it, you can call in. When you do all of those things, um, you know, liking it throughout the show and uh, sharing it on social media, calling in, it increases your engagement. It gives you a currency, which I know it sounds dumb, um, but it gives you a heart currency. So basically, there's a there's a currency, there's a there's a accumulation of hearts. And at the end of the month, what we do is we take whoever has the most hearts. Uh, wins a prize and for last month Brian Letniak won uh, we gave him was it one month yeah one month of mentorship um, so what that that's one month of mentorship with me that includes two coaching calls and unlimited texts and emails by the way Ryan if you're listening you haven't texted me nearly as much as you should be you should be flooding my phone <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but yes, yeah, so normally the, the mentorship is six months long. Um, we gave Ryan one month free, uh, which is worth like 700 bucks or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, we had an amazing call last week. Um, we're still, we're kind of working out how we, you know, how he wants to get the most value out of this. And then Christmas is coming up. So I think our next call is, is just slightly after Christmas. But, um, yeah, if that's something you're interested in, you want to get up one month of mentorship, you want me to basically hold your hand for a whole month and answer all of your questions. If you need any documents or contracts or anything, I'm like literal open book. You get to ask any time of day. Ryan says 10, four. Yeah. (laughs) I, you, you know, <laughs> you should be texting me significantly more. You should like, there should be no questions unanswered, unanswered yeah. by the end of the week or by the end of the month. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, okay. So that's that. So monthly uh, top fan uh, competition, you can get in on that. Um, if you have any questions as well, just shoot it in the comments or send us an email and we can give you more info. Uh, Josh says, I am back to 47 off the lead. Haha. <laughs> Can't gain ground. Um, well, Keep showing up, buddy. Keep showing up. Keep sharing the show on social media. Keep calling in. And and you'll get there. (laughs) You'll get there. (laughs) Um, Keep going, buddy. Yes. So yesterday we were talking about... What? (laughs) I had it written down here. I feel... Yeah. I was like, I don't know where you're going with this. (laughs) I was going to try to bail you out. Well, yesterday we were talking about, um, where's my notes? <laughs> where's my notes? Oh my goodness, Lane. What were you we talking about yesterday? Somebody help me out here. Come on, you guys. <laughs> I don't know where you're going with that. Do you want me to shift gears though? Sure. Because we got an accepted offer last night. Oh yeah. <laughs> Self-managing, Ryan. Self-managing. Thank you. <laughs> wow, I just went completely brain dead. Self-managing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, self-managing properties uh, while we're on vacation. Um, you know, And getting financing while we're on vacation. That's the other thing I was going to mention. <laughs> I was going to link it all up together was that uh, now while I'm on vacation, I have to get a property financed. Get a property financed, which I will. We have a really... You, you mean know, I will. We will. <laughs> Thank you, Courtney. Yes, the offer got accepted. Um, we didn't have any doubts that it would. Uh, now it's just a matter of commercial financing is is a real pain in the butthole. And, you know, you get everything all lined up. You got your package all ready to go. We'll get that sent off today. But uh, they always want a little bit more and a little bit more. And it always takes them longer. Um, so thankfully we got four weeks worth of conditions for financing. Cause that's, mm-hmm. I mean, look at the date today. Yeah. Coming up on all the holidays, there's lots of missed, uh, missed time there. So yeah, we're going to need the extra couple of weeks. Yeah. So we requested four weeks for financing conditions, which puts us, I think we got up to like January 7th, I think, which is about three and a half weeks. Um, uh, just to make sure that we have enough time because Yeah. Commercial lenders, they normally take two to three weeks minimum. Yeah, they're um, really backed up. They're really backed up. And also, like, we got the Christmas holidays right in and New Year's Eve and everything right smack dab in the middle of that. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll be bringing our laptop to Mexico and we'll be working with our lender, you know, 
stand right on them to make sure that we get that all organized. Mm -hmm. And it looks like we're getting this property at the end of January. End of January, present nice. for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's exciting. Um, yeah, I got to get right on that today. That's awesome. What do you got going on for today? Uh, I'm heading into the city. So at the flip, we had a um, our basement ceiling put in yesterday. <clears throat> so nice. definitely want to go check that out. Also, um, we were in touch with our contractor yesterday, just finalizing dates for um, when the, like he's just finishing up on the baseboards. He should be out this week. And then the courts is going in. Then he needs to do the backsplash. Mm -hmm. And the plumber's coming in uh, the day after the courts as well to do the sinks and dishwasher. And then the cleaners come in. Yeah. So, yeah, because of the kitchen delay, we just kind of slowed everything down, everything, um, you know, we'll have the cleaners in on the 28th. So that's the date that she'll be sparkling clean and ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully we'll get the pictures done before before the new year and get it listed first thing in the new year. Yeah, I was chatting with uh, Calvin, uh, our realtor yesterday. And uh, he he uh, he had it over there around seven thirty last night, and uh, oh, did he? he sent yeah. me a selfie uh, <laughs> with a big I'm thumbs here. up. With a big <laughs> thumbs up. Yeah, he wanted to he wanted to check it out because uh, we got a call scheduled this morning. I think like ten a.m. Him and I are going to go through um, pricing and timing, et cetera, and strategy nice. for running up the the listing and whatnot. So he wanted to have a look at it first to see where we're at, and uh, yeah, he he. Big thumbs up, he said. Awesome. Um, everything looks fantastic. Loves the feature wall. Loves the barn wall. Sliding barn door. Loves the basements. Um, so yeah, it's awesome. uh, looking good. Good stuff. Should have that all. And maybe we'll sell it in January. That'd be nice. Yeah. That'd be nice. Oh, and I also got in touch with uh, the kitchen guys again, and they're coming back Thursday or Friday to that finish was my installing next the kitchen. Uh, yeah. What is up with the kitchen? Yeah, the cabinets are in. They're assembled. Um, they were just waiting for the handles because they had to order more handles for the drawers. Okay. Yeah, so those come in today, and they'll be the installed. handles are in today. Handles will arrive today, so they're installing tomorrow or Friday. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> So that's awesome. I'm going to be happy to seal up that little stage of the flip, <laughs> that yeah. little gong show. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm heading in today and then yeah, I'm going to drop off some of our joint venture partner gifts and um, do a little tour of Edmonton to do that. And yeah, that's my day. And of course, financing. Mm -hmm. Actually, yeah, that means I have a really busy day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I um. This, you know, we've been so consumed with this whole leaving for Mexico on Sunday thing. I, I, I completely over, I haven't looked at a calendar in a while other than like, what am I doing today? Yeah. Um, but I literally did not know that Christmas was next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never really put it together. I never like, I, I, today is Wednesday. We're leaving on Sunday and then it's the following weekend. It's Christmas. Yep. I just, you know, I just looked at like Mexico was just like 10 days and like, you know, it'll be Christmas for 10 days kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I didn't realize that we're that close. Um, we got a comment here. Sorry, I got a little off track there. Wow. My, is Wayne ever scattered this yeah, morning? Yeah, Wayne's very scattered this morning. Ryan asks, do brokers deal with commercial lenders or are you always dealing directly with lender for commercial? Uh, I believe there is only one lender 
that a broker that brokers can can go to for commercial. Um, and I'm now I'm second guessing it. I was going to say, who's that? What lender? No. Um, and if there is, I'm not going to say it because I'm I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, but uh, most commercial lenders will not deal with brokers. Um, if they do, then you need to pay your broker out of pocket in order to do that for you, which you may as well just go to the... Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I had, I had asked our broker and another broker about that. They don't deal with commercial lenders because commercial lenders will not pay them the fee for oh. a finder's fee. Hmm. Um, so therefore, yeah, if you're going to be dealing with commercial lenders, you just need to go and contact them yourself. Yeah. Well, I wonder if that's across the board or if there are some and we just don't know. So that's not a solid answer. <laughs> I have uh, two people that have told me that. Yeah. Now that's just Alberta. So yeah, uh, ask your broker. Um, in my experience and from what I've heard from other people is that uh, I don't want to... Okay, I'll say it. Uh, some brokers might be like, try and motivate you not to go with commercial lenders because of the fact that they're not going to get paid and they would mm. like to maybe send you to a B lender instead. Yeah. Um, so I don't want to just say that every, you know, broker is just like, well, it's just have your best interest in mind, yeah. but <clears throat> just be conscious of that. It's kind of the same thing. Like realtors not wanting to show, um, whatever comfrey is now called fair, fair square. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, or 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 any listings that have like an unfair, um, yeah, commission broker fee. Yeah. <clears throat> that makes sense. Yeah, cool. Um, <clears throat> something else that happened yesterday is we received a request from a tenant to um, get a cat. <laughs> yeah, I always love when those. Didn't you want a dog like a week ago? Yeah, a little while ago. Well, he has a dog. So I think he I think he's looking for maybe a companion for his dog. I know that he works um, long hours and stuff. He has this like gigantic goofball of a dog, a really sweet dog. Um, it doesn't sound like a goofball. It's, yeah. <laughs> it sounds but, like he, so, someone went to go do a quarterly inspection at that, that property and uh, the dog wouldn't let him in. So... <laughs> He's yeah. one heck of a goofball. He's a one jokester. <laughs> yeah, the, I've never been. I've never been to the property where the tenant wasn't there. But the times that I have, like I've gone in, I've got. I went straight into the backyard to enter the basement suite. So mm -hmm. when we had the vacancy in the basement suite, I was going. I entered the backyard to go to the basement suite, and the dog was right there. And like one little bark, and then just like came up and wanted to be pet, and, and was just like so sweet, just like attached. But the tenant was outside in the backyard. Mm. So there's probably a difference between like protecting the house when nobody's home <laughs> and you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, <laughs> the dog wouldn't let um, our agent in to do the quarterly inspections. And yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was pretty funny. The whole fiasco. Yeah. But um, yeah, so the tenant wants a cat and... Wayne was like, eh, and I was like, $25. <laughs> and Wayne's like, okay. <laughs> it was a pretty short conversation. Well, he already has a dog. So like how yeah. much more damage could be done? I, I, it's funny because we have no hesitation allowing dogs, but we always have hesitation allowing cats because of those damn stinky litter boxes. Yeah, especially um, in suites. If it's a house, you know, yeah. fuck it. Put it in the unfinished basement. You know what I mean? But when it's a suite... 
you know, this is a main floor suite. Like, wh- yeah. I'm where, thinking, like where's the letterbox going to go? Where's it going? Yeah. And it's going to stink up somewhere. Yeah. And if this guy's so busy, is he going to empty it? Um, it? It's funny. I had to, I had to take a second to really think about it because um, this particular tenant, I thought for sure was going to be um, messy. I, I don't know. I just, I, I happened to walk by, I was going into the basement suite of that property and I, I smelt something from the, the dividing door. Kind of like stale alcohol. Yeah. Marijuana type and of, he, yeah. and, and I just had this assumption in my mind and then I had to wait until we had a quarterly inspection. And then I found out it was actually really nice in there and clean. And I don't know, I've just still got this, um, this assumption just like, imprinted in my brain that this person's messy and then he doesn't take care of it and he's always away and he's got a big loud dog that wouldn't let someone inside and I just I could I can't shake it out and then when you hear the cat I'm like oh he's not gonna clean it I'm like wait a second we we had someone in there (laughs) and he said it was good um so anyways it took me a little bit it took me a few minutes um it's yeah so I mean we don't have any carpet in that unit so yeah it's all uh vinyl plank so there shouldn't be any issue, even if the cat does pee, you know, it's a new cat and starts marking its territory. Um, we don't have to worry about scratching or clawing or anything like that. So yeah, you're right. An extra 25 bucks will be, you know, will allocate towards extra, you know, um, the floor needs to be replaced sooner. Um, not, with the, not with the cat. Um, if, if, if it becomes yeah. necessary. I yeah. Mean, Wilson said, I've been recar- repairing cat damage in the windowsills. So no cats for me for now on. Yeah. That's definitely a common thing with cats. Um, they love sitting in windowsills and they obviously have to jump to get up. Sometimes they miss mm-hmm. and fall. <laughs> Claws come out. Um, but yeah, that's just part of the, like, that would be part of the damage deposit when they move out if the windowsills were damaged like that. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of stuff doesn't bother me. Like if something gets damaged, it comes another damage deposit. If their damage deposit exceeds it, we take them to the RTDRS. Like to me, if I've like, I don't know, denying them a cat and like saying no causes more friction than like we're pet friendly. <clears throat> Why would I not just allow the pet? Yeah. I, I love the way you just said that. It's like, you know what, if it comes to the damage deposit, if not, we take them to the RTDRS and then we, we go after them for the money. It's so uh-huh. simple for Gabby. Yeah. You know, and uh, I, I talked I talked about um, something similar to this in a coaching call recently. And I actually had this, this noted down, so I'm glad you brought that up. But um, the more experience you have and the more familiarity you have with the process, it makes things so much easier to just make quick decisions um, instead of just saying, ah, no, I'm going to stay away from it because, you know, I don't want to deal with that. Um, we talked about something similar to this. Wow, I really need to finish this coffee today. <laughs> I really need to finish this coffee. I cannot put my my thoughts together. Um, I was talking with a with a with a coaching client about anxiety with tenants, <clears throat> and whenever you get the call or whatever, whenever you get the email, suddenly it's like, ugh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And we had that for a very long time. And and then what I told this this. Uh, um, this person on a coaching call was that it never really goes away. It's just, you have to put measures in place and in barriers in place in order to make sure that it's not constantly, um, affecting you, affecting you. Right. We talked about yesterday. I was, I was thinking about the, um, 
uh, we were talking about damage deposits. That's what I was trying to get to. Uh, and, the, and the carpet uh, at that one particular property we were talking about yesterday where, you know, the vomit and the diarrhea and it From was going <laughs> to eat up the whole um, damage deposit. And I was worried about, okay, well, if that happens, then they're definitely not going to clean it because they're going to be pissed at us. And if they're pissed at us and, and they're not going to clean, that means it's going to be $300 worth of cleaning charges, possible junk removal. So therefore, now I'm going to have to go after this person for $300 of the RTDRS, which I'm not going to do. And then any other repairs, and I started getting all worried and worried and worried. Um, that, st- that stuff never goes away. You're always, you're, always thinking, you're always thinking about that kind of stuff. And when you get a, an email come in from a tenant and they ask you, can I have a cat? <laughs> you know, suddenly my mind starts going, thinking about shit. Like, is this person going to clean up the litter box? What if they don't? Is the place going to stink? Uh, I'm going to have to get the ozone generator in there. We're going to have to repaint. All that, it was, it was that anxiety that comes with it. It never really quite goes away. I'm just, I'm just trying to say. And that's what I told that person. Was, um, but the more familiar you get with it, the more experience you have, um, the better you are at being able to deal with it and make decisions quickly, like Gabby said. Yeah. Um, also, making sure we talked about the communications agreement yesterday, making sure that you have like, all communications through email so that when you don't want to hear anything, you just click a button. Turn off your email. On your Google Calendar and you turn that fucking email off. If you got a busy day and you're dealing with something like me, for example, today and Gabby, we're going to be dealing with financing on this property because we need to get all this stuff done this week so that we can relax next week. I'm going to turn off that rentals email Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to turn it on until tomorrow at 730 AM after we're done the morning show. Any emails that come through today are not important. I know that because we've established that that's non-emergency emails. So they can wait till tomorrow. Yeah. Right. And that's, sure. that's how I keep my anxiety down. Because if I left that thing open, even though I'm not dealing with it, I just keep it open sometimes just to keep tabs on what's going on. And and we got some dumb email from some tenant, that would affect me. And I'd start thinking about all the different things that possibly go wrong and how I'm going to resolve it. Wilson says, what if they call your emergency contacts for a non-emergency matter? I'm the emergency contact. Yeah, Wayne is the. If they call contact. me and they say that there's noise downstairs, they're gonna fucking hear from me. <laughs> is this an emergency? Are you dying? Is there water? Is there fire? Email us. Thank you. Click. Like, don't. <laughs> also. Also, I don't think that Wayne would answer the call. I don't know um, my answer. I like, and it, he wouldn't know whose number it is because you don't have our tenant saved into your contact list so it would be an unknown number and would go to voicemail so wayne would probably get the voicemail saying there's noise downstairs (laughs) and then have our assistant email them to follow hey that's not an emergency don't call them yeah yeah i mean much like you guys you know these these uh these phone robots are getting pretty creative and they use you know your local area code to call you about you know the cra or the the free cruise (laughs) that you won um, and nine times out of 10, if I don't recognize the number, I don't answer it anyways. So, but yeah, it's, it's my number. Um, and if I just happened to answer it because I was waiting for another call from someone else, then I would explain to them, Hey guys, this is not an emergency. I'd like you guys to email this to yeah. our assistant and she will deal with it. Thank you. And if they start pushing me saying that this is an emergency, I'm not sleeping. Cause this has happened before we had, um, a tenant, it was a non-emergency issue. They kept calling me and harassing me and uh 
and I, I got a little heated with them, which was oh yeah, that not, didn't end well. That didn't end well. <laughs> so it's it's better to just hey, thank you so much. Um, we'll look into this, but just for the future, um, please email things like this, or sorry, please communicate things like this to our email so we have documentation. It could be handled, you know, quickly. Um, if there is something where the house is burning down or you need us to go there immediately, then yes, absolutely call this number. But I'm a very busy guy and I run many businesses. And um, this is definitely something that our rental assistant can handle. Yeah. Um, yeah, but by keeping, as I was saying, by keeping things over to your email and all communication through email, you have the ability to just turn it off. Mm-hmm. And fuck, you know what? If tomorrow you're not feeling great, and and you're you're working on this thing, or maybe you're creating this new business, or you got this new really cool idea, and and you got meetings all day, whatever the fuck's going on, that's more important than your rentals. Then don't turn it on tomorrow either. Fuck, we've done that. Yeah. So no, you know what? I'm not dealing with any rental shit today. The odds of anything being there are very slim, anyways. Yeah. Even with the amount of properties and tenants that we have, like the odds seems to come in like waves. Be like silent for a month and then have a couple things pop up. We say this because um, we haven't always had an assistant. So sometimes we've, you know, we've just turned email off or like it'll, it'll come in waves. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, at most one, no more than two issues at one particular time. Yeah. I'll throw some examples at you. The tenant downstairs is making a ton of noise. They're slamming doors and they're screaming at their girlfriend. This is, is this something that needs to be, well, I mean, like they, they, they want you to do it the very least to answer, to know that you're going to be rectifying the issue. Thank you for your, you know, explaining this to us. We're going to get on it right away would be a sufficient answer. Um, aside from that, like the dog, you know, the downstairs neighbor is not cleaning up their poo in the yard. The, um, I want to get Telus fiber optic. I need your consent. <laughs> Uh, like what, like there's like, give me some more examples of just like normal emails that we're getting day to day. And you know what I mean? They're not, they're nothing that needs to be done and dealt with in the next 24 hours. Nor are they anything that really is like anxiety inducing. <laughs> but they do, they do induce it. I mean. Like, yeah. Just seeing that, that a tenant has emailed, it's like, oh God, what happened? Yeah. And then you open <laughs> it up and like tell us fiber opting and start thinking, okay, well, what does that mean? Are they going to be excavating the yard? I hope that they'll clean it up. We just got that sod redone at that property. So I don't want them digging it up and then just sprinkling some, some grass seed on top of it. I hope they do a good job. Where are they excavating it? You know, it's, 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 it's not necessarily like, oh, like they're leaving. It's more so. Just the energy that the goes The energy into. that, that yeah. takes away from you and that you'd much rather be putting into this really cool new business idea that you have. Um, so anyways, it never really goes away, even with us, even with all the answers that we have and the certainty and, and the familiarity, familiarity that we have with everything. It never really quite goes away, but um, you can put barriers and measures in place in order to prevent it from affecting you on a regular basis. This is not the stuff that I like to be focusing on every day. I like to be focusing on, I like to be in the creative. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like to either be, if I have a, if I have a serious problem that, that I can profit from, I like to be focusing on how to solve that. I like to be focusing on, you know, my next business idea um, or the next product or service that I can offer. I like, like, that's what I love doing. I love, I love come up, come up, come up, coming up with shit, which I'm sure you guys are like that as well. I mean, comment if you guys are, if that's you, I mean, call in or comment. Um, 
I want to hear what you guys are. You know what? I want to hear what you guys are working on. <laughs> I want to stop with this fucking tenant bullshit. We talk about tenants a lot, but like, to be honest, I hate fucking talking about tenants. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. They're the worst part of real estate investing. You know, what's the best part putting cool shit together, putting cool deals together. And I know a lot of you guys have a lot of cool ideas and a lot of them don't pan out. I know, whatever. I've had a million ideas that didn't work out. Um, but I want to hear what you guys are working on. I know Annette called in. We yesterday. can celebrate me. What are you celebrating? I filled another mastermind spot yesterday. That's my girl. <laughs> With another amazing lady. I cannot stress like any like enough how excited I am about the group that is like coming together. I keep saying it, but like I am serious. I saw the roster. It's it's looking good. It's looking really good for it's this. It's gonna group. be an amazing group. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited for you. Yeah, and I have um, actually I have two uh, discovery calls booked today as well. I don't know what happened this week, but like the they're flooding in. Yeah, yeah, the messages and the calls. I I'm love it. I put a I put another post on social yesterday. Um, For the dudes, a, a message to the dudes because <laughs> I know there's a bunch of dudes, and 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 this isn't what the mastermind is all about. It's not about hey dudes in real estate. If your wife's not on board, get them to go talk to Gab. No, that's not that's not the point. But I know that there is a large percentage of 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 guys that because they talk to me on a regular basis um and uh and they say like hey i'm I'm struggling and and women as well but this is a women's group so i i'm sorry you can't send your husbands um but my spouse isn't on board i love this but i'm just not getting the support that i want i have these amazing ideas but when i tell my wife when i tell my husband they're they're just you know they're, they kind of slow me down because they're worried about this. They're worried about this. How do I give them that level of assurance? How do I get them on board? Like you got them, like you got Gabby on board. Well, I got, I found Gabby a mastermind mm -hmm. <laughs> and you know, Gabby was always on board, but she was never quite passionate about it. And, and she never quite saw the whole reason why we were doing it. So I needed, she needed to be surrounded by other people who, who are like that. Yeah. Other women, because uh, another big thing is um, dudes have different energy than chicks. Broads. Really? Whoa. Chicks. I think both of those are technically a little derogatory. <laughs> okay. <laughs> keeping it on the same wavelength as dudes, women. Um, yeah. Yeah. That was sarcasm, right? When you said really? Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because <laughs> they definitely do. And, uh, and, and, most women uh okay actually throw me a i life. think you're digging a digging throw a hole. me a lifeline here yeah you uh, can explain this way better than i can <laughs> yes women do have different energy um we also have different hormones <clears throat> we also have uh very we're just different and we need different support that men typically don't understand unless you have like a really in tuned man that like understands these things, they don't get it. And when we can be when we women can surround ourselves with other women, it's like this whole different level of support, not just like it's not just about business, it's like in our lives. When we can sit down and talk about like, within a two hour period, talk about like, all the fucking cool things we're accomplishing in our business, but also all the challenges of 
raising our kids and all the things we're going through and how sleep deprived we are and how, you know, there's, there's no husband bashing, but maybe there's like um, relationship support needed mm-hmm. and those types of things or that like a freaking full moon is coming up and my hormones are raging. Like (laughs) when we can sit and openly and vulnerably talk about these things that we can't just sit down and talk to with men because Mm -hmm. they look at you like you're fucking crazy. Um, It it creates this whole different level of support and feeling of belonging and um, just knowing that you're being held in a different way that like you have a little like cheer squad behind you. Yeah. Yeah. So you, um, Lindsay says, amen, Gabby. (laughs) I'm curious. You said that you don't necessarily just bash on men or husbands the whole time, but how often does uh, a woman say something about their husband and the other women in the group be like, oh, God. (laughs) Not actually, not often at all. I can't think of the last time that anyone even brought up something like that. But it's often like the things that come up are that because we're because relatability. Oh, absolutely. There's relatability. Not, not like, on... Oh, yeah, my husband does that too. No, but there's lots of like stuff that you've already mentioned. Like you say that guys have a hard time getting their wives on board, but mm-hmm. it also goes the other way. Yes. Where I have a lot of women in my groups who have trouble getting their husbands on board. Yeah. And they're the drivers <clears throat> of moving the real estate business forward. So there's a lot of like re- relatability in that sense. And um and we're all so different um in kind of our dynamics in our relationships mm-hmm. like you know you're you're the the entrepreneur dreamer creator and i'm the doer and there's so you have like that dynamic but it's the opposite for other people mm-hmm. so so being able to relate all that stuff but then also being able to hear the other side of it so if i have somebody in my group who's like i can't get my husband on board and and yada 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 and I i'm like that. well what's your approach? Because I know <laughs> mm-hmm. that my husband took a very um, harsh approach in the in the beginning. And I was basically dragged along until I was able to finally get on board through joining a mastermind and such and such. Yes. So I can give the perspective of like, of yes, push for these, these things that you want, but also like, don't overdo it because I know what that did for me. Mm-hmm. And you know, those types of things. So yeah, just being able to see all different sides and yeah courtney says we aren't in the mindset to complain about our partners it's more how we communicate and work with them (laughs) beautifully said courtney um yeah sorry for the mind the mindset the quote-unquote mindset uh wayne yeah but yeah that is um i couldn't have said it better courtney that's exactly it like how it's not it's not husband bashing it's how can we better communicate with them how can we get across what we need to them how can we maintain a better relationship based on these factors? It's it's about solving problems, not about complaining. Mm-hmm. And that's the beautiful thing about surrounding yourself with um, a different breed of people yeah. than the, the regular Joes yeah. I, I, or Bettys. I, I love what you were saying about that. The fact that it's not just all the same type of women in your group. There's actually women on both sides yeah. and, you know, going through different things. And there's un and there's unmarried women. There's single women. There's women without kids. There's like there's so many different dynamics mm-hmm. that everybody can feed off of and hear different perspectives. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know how much I love perspective. <laughs> uh, Thomas says here he's looking for his uh, first investment property, but needing to get my girlfriend more on board. Mm-hmm. Gabby, generally. What advice would you give for Thomas? Um, if you can 
honestly, like one of the best things that Wayne did was right off the bat, he got me to read Real Estate Investing in Canada by John Campbell. It gave me the perspective of um, of what's possible with real estate investing instead of just the scary um tenant's going to trash my property kind of, you yeah. know, anybody who doesn't know anything about investing, that's immediately where, where their mind goes. I don't want to be a landlord. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so if you can, if, if she is a reader and if, or if she's not, if you can get her to read that, that was a really good starting point for me to just be able to see <clears throat> more clearly. Um, after that, get, get her surrounded was- in the in the with the right people like get her listening to this podcast with you get her um following me on social media mm-hmm. you know what i mean like just get her more exposed to to what you're doing yeah, they can see that we're normal people yeah um the, the real estate investing community i mean and and you're in the you're in the Eastern time zone. So I'm not hundred percent sure where you are and, and post in the comments there and let us know where you are. And I can give you some advice on people to reach out to in different parts of the country. Um, but getting surrounded by other people who are doing it is, is super important. I remember <clears throat> when I was first uh, considering Ottawa. Okay. I can, I can name a ton of people to go and reach out to. Um, I remember when we were first considering, you know, joining like a community or a networking group, I, I thought it was going to be like another MLM type, you know, um, like I was going to be pitched, you know what I mean? I'm going to go into a room and everyone's going to be there and they're going to, you know, they're going to be foaming at the teeth and, you know, <laughs> licking the chops and, and they're like, fresh oh, meat. fresh meat. <laughs> That's what I thought. I thought I was a, a small fish. In, in a shark tank. And once you get into those rooms, I, I, the, the memory that I have, Gab, is the first time we went to an Acre event. Like mm-hmm. Acre was uh, like one of Rain's big um, yearly um, networking Summits, events. Summits, yeah. Summits for like a weekend. And uh, and you get in there and there's just, you know, hundreds of people and everybody's like super nice. Mm-hmm. And no one was really like, coming at you with any offers, which, you know, you see it, you see it. Sometimes people see that as a huge opportunity to, you know, try and find their next joint venture partner. But like, I remember the first time I went there, I left Gabby at the table and I went to the washroom and there was a gentleman and I'm trying to remember who it was. He said a grand prairie, but, um, he said, Hey, you know, is this your first time here? And I said, yeah, I was like, just kind of consuming it all. And, you know, big fire hose and, you know, there's lots of information. He goes, yeah, cool, cool, cool. And I can't remember what we were talking about, but um, we were talking about uh, if I don't even know how we got to this, but uh, the furnace, you know, in the event that a furnace goes out and uh, we don't have any heat and we can't get uh, a, fur- a furnace repair guy in there right away. He was telling me this cool thing about how he goes to garage sales and he always keeps an eye out on um, uh, buy and sell pages for, uh, baseboard heaters, baseboard heaters that you can plug in and that he, he, he gets large golf bags, um, golf travel bags. And whenever he sees baseboard heaters, um, for cheap, you know, he buys them and puts them in these, these golf bags. Um, and he, he keeps three or four bags in his garage at all times. So in the event that something ever happens and a furnace goes out, he goes, grabs the golf bag, drives it down there, says, here's baseboard heaters. Um, and we'll have the furnace guys come in next week. 
So rather, he's like, don't ever pay for a furnace guy to come in after hours. Have baseboard heaters there. It'll keep the place warm. He says, these things were amazing. They're just as good as a furnace. And um, it doesn't cost you very much, maybe a hundred bucks, you know, per bag. And then you got that. It's going to save you a ton of money at the end of the, you know, at the end of the year or at the end of the, the, end of the day, rather than paying some crazy double time, you know, midnight Christmas call out for a furnace repair technician. And I'm like, damn, that's a really good idea. And just like, I just happened to catch this guy on the way to the bathroom and he just gave me that and like a ton of other amazing tips and didn't ask for anything. Yeah. And that's when I got the feeling, I'm like, man, like the real estate investor community is crazy supportive. Yeah. It's not like, you know, Amway, Mary Kay, something else runs with Amway. Give me, I'm busting (laughs) rhymes. Please help me out, Kev. Um, Uh, world financial, you know what I mean? Hey, join my little thing and I'll, uh, you know, join my crew and I'll get residuals from all of your sales kind of thing. I think a lot of people, they think that just because people get pitched so often these days for stuff like that, that you're going to go there and it's going to be the same type of thing. I had a friend say this a couple of years ago. He says, real estate investing is just another pyramid scheme, isn't it? <laughs> Like, what the fuck are you talking about? How does that even work? Because he thought, because I was I was telling him, he was interested in investing. I told him he can invest with me and we'll do this and this and this. And he's like, no, nah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be buying a sixplex with my friend over here. My friend, she's, she's, she's already got one rental property and I'm going to be, we're going to be buying a sixplex. I'm not interested in no duplexes. And uh, <laughs> even though he knew the, how successful I was, he knew how many properties I had. He knew like I was the real deal. You'd rather go with this person over here. He's like, yeah, I see the stuff you're doing online. It's all a big pyramid scheme. You're just trying to get me to buy a property with you so you get residuals and stuff. He <laughs> had no this is how fucking people think. Yeah. So for your girlfriend. I was wondering how you were going to bring this all back. <laughs> I'm just, I'm trying to paint a picture for like how, what people think real estate investing is. Yeah. You thought tenants and toilets. I've got people that are telling me it's a fucking pyramid scheme that yeah. literally they're not investing in real estate because they're afraid that someone else is going to get residuals from them. And then someone else is going to get residuals and someone of, of, of the chain is, is making money off of this. And it's a huge scam mm-hmm. because we post so actively on social media. Mm-hmm. Like why, why is Wayne posting so much content? Why is he doing a podcast? Why is this? Why is this? Why is this? It's just, it must mean that he's trying to get people onto his crew so he can get yeah. residuals. Just it's people have their guard up these days. Yeah, for sure. So for your girlfriend, I mean, try and get her in these rooms to realize. Yeah, if you can find a local meetup to go to and just ask her to come out one one night, just be like, just come with me this one time. And then when they realize that real estate investors are just normal people that yeah. have day day time jobs. Yeah. Most nine, 99% of investors are not working full time as investors. You go to these meetups. Uh, for for Ottawa, uh, reach out to Tony Miller. Uh, Tony Miller, I believe, has a meetup uh, out there. Um, he does a lot of, uh, Ontario landlord stuff as well. He's a, he's a great resource. Um, but head out, I I believe. And then, um, Denise and, um, Denise McPherson, what's her husband's name? I'm brain dead. Uh, Denise McPherson as well. Um, I believe that both, uh, them and, uh, Tony, they, they hold a monthly meetup out there. I'm not a hundred percent sure, you know, how it's all structured yeah well well because the pandemic i'm not sure if they're still doing live ones or they're back to live or not but um those are your resources out there um you can reach out to my buddy manzoor 
Manzur Saeed, if you've uh, heard him on the podcast a couple times, he's out of Ottawa. Um, a bunch of names that I'm forgetting, but uh, if you send me an email, I'll send you a bunch of other resources and, and people to reach out to. And they can tell you the local meetups and just bring your girlfriend out and just, again, just to show them that it's just a bunch of normal people uh, that went there and they all have kids. Um, they've, you know, they've all got a job and uh, they're building portfolios. And if you can start surrounding yourself with people like that, and, and it'll give her a little more confidence that this is something that's, that can actually be done and, and people do do mm-hmm. on a regular basis with normal yeah. lives. But honestly, though, like I, I don't want to just like um, skip over or, or um, yeah, whatever. The, what I said earlier about like getting her to follow some people on social media. Oh, get her to call Gabby. And well, no, calling me isn't going to do anything. But oh, did you say follow? Call. Okay. Anyways, if maybe she can join your mastermind. Yeah, but if you like if you get her following some people, like I'm just going to use myself for example. If she follows me and she sees starts watching my stories and she sees that like we're flipping a house because I did a flip post and that um I'm out tobogganing with my kid and that um we just got an accepted offer on a house and mm-hmm. that um here I'm cooking dinner look at this cool dinner I made mm-hmm. you know what I mean just like every day when you see that like yes we're normal yes we have lives yes she I have a kid at Wayne all the time yes I make he's... fun of my husband yes like all like all these things that I'm just that I am normal and that I, I have a woman's mastermind group you'll see me posting about that a lot lately because I'm filling a group right now yeah but you know what I mean just to be able to sit back in the comfort of wherever she is in her home and at work whatever she's doing and if she's scrolling just to see and be exposed to more people who are doing real estate and that it's just normal, yeah. then it it's kind of like that little bit of like a easy little entry into, into seeing what it's all about yeah. instead of being like forced. <clears throat> because when we started, I didn't know a damn person who was doing it. I didn't know, I didn't have anybody to watch on social media that was doing it because nobody was posting on social media about it. Yeah. Um, there was like no meetups besides if you join, you know, the real estate investment network and go to their monthly or their acres or whatever. Mm-hmm. There was like nothing like that. So it was like a totally different time. I feel like today <clears throat> it would be so much easier to get somebody exposed to it yeah. and get them on board without having to do much just saying follow these couple people yeah read this book read this book yeah and then get them out to a little meetup a small meetup not a maybe not a big room of hundreds of people Mm -hmm. but like a small little meetup that maybe there's 20 people in the room doing a little gathering real estate gathering yeah so they can actually see like oh it's just a little group of like normal people yeah yeah how many times at uh at our cabin retreats uh have we you know, had people that came to that event, that retreat, and very similar dynamics where like, you know, one person was just like, I don't know, I'm still not really on board. And then probably on like the late, late Saturday, early Sunday morning, we start seeing that click, yeah. that light bulb goes on. And the, sh- the shell crack also. The sh- oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. And you just see that person just like instantly go, huh, oh, 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 <laughs> and then it, wow, <laughs> light bulb just clicks on, and then suddenly they, they start putting the pieces together. If we did that, if that's true, 
then we could have this, we could have this. Oh gosh, we can have this. Oh, yeah. wow. And then just suddenly the ideas and the creativity starts flowing yeah. in. Oh, it like, would only take us five years or it would only take us 10 years and we could have all that. Yeah. yeah. I, I love those. Those are the moments that I, that I, that I crave that I, I just can't wait for at the retreats is because there's normally, there's a few of those and normally they come late Saturday, early Sunday. It takes a little while to kind of break through those shells with people. Um, you know, whatever paradigm that they have existing, this mm -hmm. belief system that this is what it is and there's no way that it can be anything else. And then you show people that how easy it is and just with a proper plan and with a little bit of education and a little bit of a kick in the ass, you could have it done significantly sooner with the resources that you have today. And you just kind of have to get your partner to that point. Yeah. And it, I, I understand it is very hard because um, we, I think Gabby mentioned this a couple of times yesterday. Your spouse does not or your partner does not want to hear this from you. Right. Um. You would not believe how many times I've said things to Gabby <laughs> <laughs> and I knew I was fucking right. And then she, she said, okay, but she didn't really believe me. And then someone else said it and she's like, oh yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's partnerships are kind of weird. Relationships are kind of weird. And, um, sometimes they need to hear it from someone else. Most times. <laughs> More often than not, yes, <laughs> they need to hear it from someone else, um, especially in a in a business working together mm -hmm. dynamic. Yeah, like when I like I'm not talking, you know, like you're just in a relationship and you're trying to give some ad advice on this or on that, like whatever. Sure, we can hear it from our spouse, but like when you're working together, there's like this added dynamic of. Um, there sometimes becomes like a boss employee dynamic, depending on who's in, in what role or fulfilling. So when Wayne tells me that like I should be doing something or that this is how what I need or yada, yada, I kind of get defensive. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's funny. Like um, I, 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 I coach real estate investors. <laughs> I, I know a thing or two. OK, um, people pay me for this shit. And then I, <laughs> I try to explain that to my wife and she's like, no. <laughs> no, not hearing it. And then she will go and get her own coach and her coach will tell her the exact same thing and she will suddenly implement it. It's I'm not I'm not bashing on you. It's 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 it is what it is. It's just it's just that's just marriage and that's just partnerships. Um, you know, sometimes you want to hear it from it, the it some people say it a different way and it, and it affects you a different way when someone else says it. So it is what it is. Um, but just knowing that that, you know, I know you're trying to like try and get her to understand how do you not see this what this is going to do for us i can leave my job we're going to have millions of dollars in 10 years we're going to have this amazing i'm going to leave 20 million dollars for our kids the kids we haven't even uh, you know created yet like i this is i want to do this now and it's really hard for other another person to see that because it's just it's it's, it's just you it's <laughs> unfortunate yeah. But, um, you know, we gave you a lot of great tips there. Um, hopefully that's helpful. Can I also say that it also depends on um, the type of personality? Because mm -hmm. And 
because I'm the type of person who Wayne's like, we can have all these things and do all these things and leave all these things behind for our daughter. And like, just like the possibilities. And for me, I literally can't see anything until it's happening. Like until I can see the rewards coming from the hard work, I don't believe that they truly exist. So he, he can like get pumped and get driven by the possibilities where I need to be kind of forced to start and then to be able to see what's happening and then to be like, oh, and then to bust my butt. And I asked, <laughs> I uh, we had a, a coaching call uh, together with another couple and um, and one of them was saying just that it's it she, that she was the driver and that it's hard, you know, getting um, her husband to really like take it seriously and to get moving. And she felt like she's constantly nagging. And I asked that question. I'm like, are they somebody who can see where you guys are like, this is like the dream life. Like you can create your dream life. I can know what I want out of life, but I still don't think it's possible until I'm like on my way there, seeing it like getting closer and closer. And she's like, yeah, he's exactly like that. He can't see it until he has it. And then it's like, wow, that was worth it. Mm. So what kind of personality are you dealing with? Like, are you dealing with a visionary who can see it and is motivated? Or are you dealing with somebody who's just like, okay, that sounds nice, honey. Like, sure. <laughs> Do you see it yet? Um, I've come a long way. Okay, so I don't, I can't see the end game, but I've come a long way in seeing where we started, where we are, what we have right now because of the hard work we put in. Um, but still like, and I think also that's why I said the other day that like, I need to work on like the gratitude factor yes. to be able to be like, holy shit, look what we've built, look what we have, look what our lives are like. I'm just like, I hit that next point and that's just my life now. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's, there's two things that we're struggling with right now. One, the vision to yeah. see what's possible and two, the gratitude to see what we have accomplished. Because yeah. I don't know if you noticed, but I left my job over a year ago and things haven't crashed. Yeah. <laughs> and I did that in a very short amount of time. I did that on a, well, to be honest, the way that I did it was we were sitting in my office. I was stressing out about how my, my employer was asking me to go on a night shift for three weeks. And I had all these meetings planned and, you know, and during the day and like in the evenings, So I wouldn't be able to do those meetings. I just have to cancel and, and, and all these uh, appointments and stuff. And I just made a decision on a Thursday at like 4.30 after I got a call from work. I said, I think I'm going to leave my job. Yeah. And she goes, okay. And I'm like, just give me a couple trust, minutes. To trust, trust, It took about 20 minutes. And then I said, yep. And I called them back and I said, hey, just want to let you know. Um, I'm going to be I'm, putting in my notice. I'm putting in my notice. And they're like, what? <laughs> like that right there, I am so fucking grateful and proud of myself for that. Yeah. I, I'm not afraid to say that I'm proud of myself and I was able to, to just to do that. I built that. Yeah. I built the ability to be able to say, fuck this. I'm done. I didn't call them up and say, fuck you. But uh, I was able to do that. And I think about that all the time. I think about like where we are. I, I literally, I, 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 I play video games during the day. Fuck. I mean, I, I <laughs> fuck. Like I, I got a, a, a tenant buyer who's like, who found a house and I was able to put an offer in on it yesterday and forget about it. Like <laughs> I had a pretty fucking cool life when you look at it compared to the people that are listening. This is literally what they want. Mm -hmm. and you got to be grateful for that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I'm also thinking about, I'm, 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 I'm 10 Xing this every single day. The stuff that I've got in motion is just going to be 10 times better than this in a few years. 
Um, so I could see that. I'm grateful for it. And, and you're not, which is cool, which is frustrating. <laughs> it's frustrating. I am grateful. I just, I, I need to, I need to actually consciously focus on gratitude. I don't consciously do it. Of course, I'm grateful for where we're at and where we've come and what we have and all those types of things, but I, I need to do it more consciously for yeah. sure. So can you see where we're going? 100%. We've talked about this a lot lately. Can you see how fancy it's going to be? <laughs> can I go shopping? You can go shopping. <laughs> I just, I just want to see you get excited for what's coming just once. <laughs> just once. I just want you to be as excited as me. I know. Yeah? We're working on it, guys. I'm a work in progress. Always. I'm just getting warmed up. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you find these and why are they on your computer? <laughs> I got one for everything. I I don't know. I thought if I'm going to be a radio host, I'm going to have sound clips. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Shall we wrap it up? Right on an hour? Yeah. Hell yeah. Hmm. First Robbie, Robbie says, can't wait for January 21st. More excited for this than Christmas. Awesome. January yeah, the 21st next is our next retreat. retreat. It's all full. Um, yeah, we're super excited for this as well. I, I'm, I'm super excited for this because yeah. I love coming up with plans and seeing those moments where people, it just clicks for them. Mm -hmm. It is all, oh, it's, it's the best. It's yeah. the best feeling. Yeah. Um, ah, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited too. It's, it's still a month away. It's really hard. Um, don't worry. Christmas will come and go and then we can start thinking about <laughs> that next, uh, next month um quickly flipping through the questions here comments okay we are all good um yeah yeah i really enjoyed our conversation today me too um i like i like the days where we just we, where we just discuss you know the normal things yeah um i want to talk less about tenants i want to talk more about dreams i want to talk more about <laughs> plans and 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 finding your version of success and then focusing on it 100 percent, just only that that's the stuff that i like to do I like to rah, rah. yeah okay anyways uh, have a beautiful today, day today is wednesday tomorrow is thursday we will see you tomorrow morning thursday a.m peace out thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com.